This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Thought it was weird he didn't eat on our first date. His Tinder bio says he's woke but always late. He's got a Casper mattress on the way. Is he just another ghost who knows her? Maybe he's gay. Oh, should I see this through? Or should we just be friends? Tell me what to do. Now he's in my DMs. Jake and Shmuel too. Tell me if I were you. Favorite if I were you theme of all time, I think. Wow. That just god damn that that it's so many good emotions that come out when you when you hear the friends theme song. <laughs> you think about Ross and then there's also Phoebe. Oh, and you can't forget Chandler. <laughs> and then there's Monica. Of, of course. course. And Rachel. And that's all of the friends. <laughs> <laughs> well well, there's one more. Oh yeah, Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. Yes. Good man. <laughs> uh you've been watching Friends recently? I have. Oh wait, I have to give the shout out to the who wrote that. All right. Jamie and Dan. Gracias. And if we ever want to hit up an escape room in LA, we're your people. Oh, shit. We were just talking about how we (laughs) needed to do that. Yeah. So there we go. Jamie and Dan. Expect an email from us. Uh, Friends, you're watching. You're rewatching it? Just smattering of watching? Yeah, I'm not like rewatching from the beginning. I just sort of like. uh, Pick a season, pick an episode. The Netflix or Hulu or. Uh, this is on Netflix. Night. Last night I watched the one with the seven erogenous zones. Or th- uh, oh yeah, he's like seven, seven, seven. 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 Oh god, like <laughs> I think that's better than the I'll have what she's having from uh, from when uh, Harry met Sally. Whoa, yeah. So you have high Hot praise take. for Friends. <laughs> I think it's incredible. Like just even watching the theme song, watching how it's it's crazy how great uh, of actors those friends were. were. <laughs> like. They're, were they're, they really friends? Do you think? I don't. I don't know. I hope so. I don't want to hear anything about how like Ross didn't get along with Joey. <laughs> that would kill me. Um, but like, but their facial expressions, like Phoebe, uh, <laughs> Phoebe, just I. Where's the one? La- the one I was watching last night. She's like talking to the, do- the a doctor about pregnancy and just like even the things she does with her mouth and eyes. <laughs> Like, I don't know how you do that in front of a live studio audience, but it's so, man, it's so good. You have a real crush on Lisa Kudrow, it seems. I, well, and Monica's great, too. Who's your least favorite and most favorite friend? When I was uh, watching the show, like when I was in high school and stuff, I didn't like Phoebe and I loved 
Chandler. Yeah. And now I love Phoebe almost the most. Wow. Uh, and I don't dislike any of them. My favorite is Ross. Yeah, that's, I think that Ross is like a... He's a polarizing one. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people dislike Ross. I think Ross is super funny, though. <laughs> I watched someone where Ross whitened his teeth. And I mean, like, that's another... Just the way he even... He smiles with the teeth. Yeah. that's It's so funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for Jamie and Dan for writing that. Letting us take a trip down memory lane. You know, Friends came out over 20 years ago. Man. You want to feel old? Chandler's 80. <laughs> is that... Yeah, no way, right? No, yeah, he's not. He's not 80. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying if you want to feel old. If you want to feel old, yeah, you would think about him being yeah, 80. So old. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me. I'm Jake. What? And this is Ross. <laughs> uh, all right, found some questions for us to go through. Maybe we can give these people fake names that are maybe tertiary characters on Friends. That's a good one. So, for example, this first one's from a lady. Janice. <laughs> That's good. Janice writes, I'm a 19-year-old and a sophomore in college. This girl and I matched on Tinder a while ago. We talked a little, things got sexual, and we talked briefly about meeting up. She said she was on her period and maybe we could do it next week. A week and a day later, I sent her another message, but she never replied. I'm fine with it. I mean, I've seized the cheese since then. Han. But <laughs> she is an absolute dime and I'm bummed I didn't get to smash. But here's the real problem. She works at my favorite head shop here on campus, and I, uh, and I want to be able to shop there. How do I go in there and play it cool? Is it possible she wouldn't even recognize me or remember me? Thanks, guys. Love, Janice. Okay. What is a head shop? It's just weed paraphernalia? Yeah, it's, it's bongs and pipes and, and beaded curtains for your doorway. <laughs> Why is it called a head shop? I don't fucking know. That's who's getting ahead in this shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Janice. <laughs> uh, do you think Janice is overreacting, or it's an adequate level of reaction? They so they hooked up but didn't fuck, and then she like tried no. to. It seems like they just matched. They talked a little and talked about meeting up, but never met up. Oh, but she said she was on her period. Uh, she said she was on her period. Oh, that was the excuse she said. Maybe we can meet up. Actually, I'm on my period. Let's do it next week. And then next week she sent her a message and didn't respond. Oh, yeah. I think you're fine. If anything, you could... I feel like going in there and playing it cool and not mentioning it. Yeah, do you mention it when you go in? Or are you like, oh, hi, <laughs> we matched on Tinder? Or do you play it completely cool and pretend you don't know? No, I think that's too cool. That's that's playing it cold. Yeah, you know that's playing it ice cold. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta cut through the tension, but you also don't want to make it weird and be like, I, I uh, is your period over? <laughs> Sorry, you do mentioned I know you? you were having the phone, a, a printout of the conversation. You said you were menstruating on Thursday, but it's Tuesday, and I'm wondering if you stopped bleeding. I uh, I was in the bathroom and I and I peeked in the trash can and I saw no sanitary napkins. Do you have a three foot ghosty ass bog? And have you stopped having a period yet? I'll have that glow in the dark black light poster and you, not on your period. Hi, I'm Janice. You might have remembered we matched. Uh, I think you. So you basically act like you've. Act like you're friends. Act like you hooked up. 
you don't have to mention anything. You don't have to mention the match. Oh, you don't act have to mention... like your friends. Yeah, just be like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. What's going on? How they you never sell each other. Doesn't matter. Good to see you again. Well, they they see each other at the head shop. Good to see you again. <laughs> so, do, are you acting like you know her from Tinder or not? You're acting like you're you're acting like yes, I come in here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've matched on Tinder. Maybe we have a date to go on. Maybe we don't. I don't care. I'm still a normal person. So you don't act too cold. You don't pretend like the match never happened. Yeah. But you don't pretend like you're owed a date. You just pretend like, hey, the chips may fall as they may. <laughs> what if you don't say good to see you again? You just say, you just act overly nice. So if she recognizes you, that's fine. And if not, that's also fine. So you say stuff like, hey, how's it going? How are you? Yeah. Good. That's perfect. Let her lead the way. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone that you matched with on Tinder that you never went out Have you with? gone through your cycle? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Have you gone through your cycle, I said. Um, sorry, I'm ringing somebody else up. Yeah, but now we're talking to each other. I guess. Um, leave the store. Yeah. Okay. I see uh, you're ringing someone up, but now the, now the, the paradigm has shifted. <laughs> Your reality has changed. The We're energy. involved in a conversation. <laughs> and I want to know if you're actually... I'm going to reach down and just make a quick little test for myself. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. What's that? Who's making that noise? Both of them. Got it. Uh, do I go in there and play it cool? You say play it slightly less, slightly more than cool? Yeah, I guess play it, play it Luke. Play it lukewarm. Is it possible she wouldn't even recognize me? She recognizes you. You think so? She recognizes you for sure. <laughs> don't you worry about that she recognizes you for sure and remembers you I don't I don't know what some of my like cousins look like but I know what all my Tinder matches look like at all times especially ones that you chatted with oh yeah especially a recent one big time yeah big time what happens when you match with your cousins though that's enough oh come on you're talking about the Harwitz little... family dynasty <laughs> that was a fun little story yeah tell the time that you kissed your cousin Johnny Jesus Christ. What? Didn't you match with your cousin Johnny? <laughs> I just didn't like that that's one of my cousin's actual names. <laughs> of course. You, talking about say, you said cousin Davey, I would have played along. Fred? That's fine. <laughs> that's a fake cousin. Well, he's an uncle. Nobody has a cousin Fred. How weird is that? Impossible. That's, they do. You want to feel old? <laughs> no one's cousin is Fred. Why did that make anyone feel old? Right? Because he's 80. <laughs> Because cousin. he's 80. <laughs> Be cousin's 80. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a guy's name. Fun Bobby. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Throwing it back. That was like one of the first episodes, wasn't it? Uh, Where Fun Bobby was an alcoholic? I guess it must have been. Yeah, it must have been early. Fun Bobby writes, Recently I've gone off to uni, far from my hometown. No one else from my school has come here, so I'm pretty much alone. I have friends, a lot of friends in this thing. I have friends, but I'm running a bit dry in the relationship department. The predicament is that I'm head over heels for this nine and a half cent piece from my hometown. She's been my crush for a long time, and only once I've left has she started to talk to me. I'm hooked, but the problem is, it's is this affecting my game at uni? Should I go fishing in the big pond or stick it out with my long-time crush at back home? I think she likes me as she always responds to multiple intimate wordy snaps. But the other thing is she's playing the wait six hours to snap back game. One time she opened my story and didn't open my snap DMs until three hours later. What the fuck is that? I really like her and her personality. Help. All right. 
uh, Love Fun Bobby. So, he wants to know whether he should pursue his crush back at his hometown. It sounds like he's already doing that. <laughs> what more could he do? Or go fishing in this big pond. To me, it seems like he's he's committed to one of the things already. Yeah. No matter what I say right now. <laughs> but I'm worried I'm worried that is is this crush is crippling him to yeah. the point where he's not looking for anything at uni. Right. And this longtime crush thing, it doesn't it seems like you're way more into her than she is into you, counting how many hours she snaps back, seeing if she opens your story and not your DMs. Yeah, you get you're you're deep in the weeds here. <laughs> Overthinking it. Uh, I've done stuff like that. You don't, you don't play the the timestamp game. The length of I've like put I've copy and pasted text into Word documents so I can see whose word count is higher. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. pretty good. That's a good level of overthinking it. Definitely. But seeing who opened your you see your open your story, but she didn't open your DMs. Does, is that like a deliberate thing? Don't don't people just like rifle through their stories and then go through their DMs? Who knows? I have no idea. Like she watched his story but didn't open the DM from him. Yeah. I think that's fine because you. Some people would just be on their story page. All right, it's a different thing. Right, <laughs> but the fact that he's all into it, thinking about it, he's like, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. it. He's so in it, so hard. Right, because to you, your messages are the only thing on her phone. Yeah, but to her, she's got a lot of things. Her phone's a whole phone. Mm-hmm. She has a full phone. Yeah. And, and Snapchat's only one of the apps. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. She's scrolling through every feed. She's liking Venmo comments. <laughs> I swear to God, I've seen this babe liking Venmo comments. <laughs> How do you know who she is? Uh, well, she's Fun Bobby's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Monica. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> uh, so, should I... I'm hooked, but the problem is, is this effing my... Is this affecting my game at uni? Yeah, because your attention's divided. Uh, should I go fishing in the big pond or stick it out with my longtime crush? Imagine if you gave half of the shit that you did about this girl just about general girls at school. Yeah. You'd be you'd be putting yourself out there more. Yeah. The problem is when you put all your eggs into one crush, it's more the highs and lows are too high, I feel like. You got to like have a crush on multiple people play multiple little games like this. That way, when somebody opens your story and doesn't respond in six hours, you're like, that's okay. Let's see what's going on on Twitter. Maybe she read my tweet. Maybe she did this. Maybe I'm talking to someone IRL. Maybe I got a text message or two going. Irons in lots of the fires. And then I think you end up seeming, then like, you know, by accident, you behave a little more like uh, cool. Right, you're not you're not, you're you're playing it cool, but you're actually cool. Yeah. So you're not even playing it. And then that's good. And then the person back home will maybe start to notice because I think the coolest thing you can do at school is like have a good life, especially if she's back home. You know, she's gonna wonder about you. You're you're the mystery man at uni doing mm, cool shit. That's but good. it's time that you actually start doing the cool <laughs> shit that she's like hopefully imagining you doing. Rather, like when she's picturing you at uni, she's like, "Oh, fun, Bobby must be at like all these cool parties." For he is Meanwhile, fun. you're just like sitting on your toilet, seeing if she's <laughs> opened your DM. Be the cool guy that she imagines you're being. Living well is the best revenge of the cool. Well, you don't need to have revenge, but yeah, living well is the best everything. Yeah, living well is just in general good. Yeah, then the people that you're trying to spite will feel sad, and then the people that you're trying to like <laughs> will want to fuck you. So, live well. 
And you don't necessarily need revenge, but that's a nice little byproduct, <laughs> isn't it? A nice side effect that I'm not complaining about. Uh, here's another Snapchat question from a 19-year-old guy living in Australia. Nice. What do you want to call this guy? Uh, what's what's uh, Chandler's weird roommate's name when Joey moves out? Oh, yeah, the Adam Goldstein character. Yeah. Uh, Adam Goldstein on Friends character name. Um, wait, was it Adam Goldstein? Adam Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Adam Gold. Adam Goldberg on Friends character name. Um, Eddie. Eddie, that's right. <laughs> the fish. Classic. Good episode. Isn't there like a pretty late episode where all the friends turn 30? I'm like, are they really not 30 in this show? They're supposed to be in their 20s? We should find out how old they were when they were all cast. How old were they in season one? I bet realistically they were all above 30, but they're all like supposed to be playing 27-year-olds. Really? We yeah. should find out. Um, all right. Let's see. Let's see what Eddie said. Uh, all right. Eddie, a 19-year-old living in Australia, writes, What's up, cunts? Nice. I could say that because I'm just reading it. Of course. I have a smoke show of a girlfriend who I love and really appreciate. But here's some context. We hooked up at Leavers right after high school, and we've been dating ever since. It's been the best couple of years of my life. She is truly one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Now, here's the issue. Her and my roommate, who happens to be my best friend of eight years, have been Snapchatting a lot more recently and have even become best friends on Snapchat. She will sometimes hide her phone from me when she gets a Snapchat from him. And when I bring it up, she says uh, it's just to spare my feelings. He also has been talking to me much less. And I will ask for her opinion on shit that's happening in his life. Uh, I want to trust her, but I can't help but feel something sinister is happening behind my back. Basically, my question is, should I be worried or am I just overthinking this whole situation? Love, uh, Eddie. Eddie. Wait a second. Eddie's roommate okay. and his girlfriend have been Snapchatting so much, they're best friends on Snapchat. But they And they all live together? No, Eddie lives with his male friend. Oh, okay. And his girlfriend lives far away. I see. Not far away, but not in the house. Okay. So and then, his, fr- his friend is snapping his girlfriend, and they become really close. Yeah, best friends on Snapchat close. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to fuck. They're, yeah, I would be... <laughs> That's what's get, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, th- just based on um, all of the emails we've received of people who are hooking up with their friends' girlfriends. Yeah, this is the <laughs> or p- people that have crushes. At the very least, one of them likes the other one. <laughs> one of them. One of the. That's the very bare least. bare minimum. <laughs> because nobody does this be- just for two people that want to be great friends. Yeah. No way. <laughs> your friend either really likes has a crush on your girlfriend and your girlfriend enjoys his friendship or your girlfriend is like has a crush on your friend. I would say with 90% certainty they both like each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dangerous. What a weird game they're playing where they're like snapping and texting more than they do with the boyfriend. It's, yeah. Have you ever had a crush on a friend's girlfriend? Of course. All the time. And would you dare go to this length of like snapping texting emailing behind the person's back thankfully this stuff wasn't around when i was younger because i would have uh i would have fucked with a lot more of my friends relationships (laughs) than i did already which was like a decent amount well when you're when you're young you just don't really think about you first you don't think about consequences and then also the like the dating pool isn't very large so like 
your friend has a girlfriend. You're like, that's one of the few girls around. Yeah. I have to, I have to steal her. <laughs> Otherwise there'll be none for me. <laughs> so I think now I wouldn't do it, but because the, these guys are young, I think that's what's happening. Well, you're fianced, right? You're a fianço. I'm a fianço, yeah. What if your what if your fiance, her best friend on Snapchat was Dave Rosenberg? Um I mean, so many I would have so many other questions. <laughs> if that were the case, I I think at the point at the time where you're a fiance, <laughs> you be, I I definitely trust my fiance uh enough to be like I just know for a fact she would never become best friends with Dave Rosenberg on Snapchat. But if they were, I would think that Dave was up to something nefarious and not her. So, that, so that's why I think at the very least you have to do some investigating on to find out what's going on. Yeah, I can see the guy being nefarious and the girl being like, oh, we're just having fun. I, I've, I've seen girls that are like just like are a little bit clueless to the fact that all guys want to F them. My theory is that you're... Dude friend is an asshole. He's trying to fuck her actively. And your girlfriend has like an innocent crush on him. Like nothing would ever happen, but uh, I I like getting his snaps yeah. and stuff. So that's I why I keep it up. You got a team with a girl to fuck with a guy. Being like, yeah. is this crazy? What are we doing? And then it's like both of you together. And then see how he responds and be like, let's fucking meet up. This guy's out of town. Let's, uh, like Eddie's leaving town for a little bit. Well, you want to come over and watch a movie? Then you set up a little sting operation. Nice. So you're hiding in the closet. Or you and you uh, you dig a really really deep hole outside of your house. Yeah, that's layer covered. with like tiny little twigs Carpets. and leaves. Oh, I see. Yeah, like outdoor style. Yeah, and then, and then he comes over, and he steps on the twig pile, assuming that there's solid ground underneath. Oh yeah, it. and then all of a sudden he falls onto all the spikes yeah. that you planted <laughs> down below. Yeah, so he's stuck there, and his like his feet are on the spikes. Yeah. And then Up you through come his out. knee. Yeah. Like he is not getting out. He's begging for a Mercy. swift death. Yeah. And that's all he wants. He just doesn't want to bleed out. Not like this. It doesn't have to end like this. And I'm then you sorry, start, but yeah, I don't deserve this. You start pouring like uh, a <laughs> lighter water, water, like a watering can. He's like, I no, see. no, I don't want to shower, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but turns out, yeah, it is. It's, lighter it's fluid. gasoline or yeah. lighter fluid. Yeah. And then you don't have the fucking balls to, 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 to light the match. So you want your You toss him the to, match. No, you toss, yeah, him, toss him the match. Yeah. Thing. So you know you're you like you're it. not getting out you're either going to starve or bleed to death got and it and like and then it's honestly Wait. then it's suicide <laughs> stuck he, he kills himself that's on him starve to death yeah like because he's in the hole he's stuck i see and then he's like so the quickest way out is to burn himself alive yeah and then you look at your girlfriend after all this is said and or done uh-huh. and you say who's your best friend now who's your best friend on snapchat now <laughs> jesus christ and then she opens the phone it's still him because like nothing and then you changed, realize that really. she's called 911 yeah. of course <laughs> obviously it's like distant you see you hear the lights you yeah. see or you see the lights you hear a distant siren you say what the hell i thought we were i thought you were my girlfriend <laughs> i thought we were bay uh and it's it's so foggy it's just like you know you're sort of you can't even see through the lights cuz they're so blinding all you can do is hear the sirens all of a sudden, you're falling into your own hole. Why? How? Because you're you're backed away <laughs> I, you, from your from your girlfriend. I don't know you anymore. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! 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 oh no! <laughs> uh, it was that deep of a hole. Insane. Yeah. When did you dig it? <laughs> Yesteryear. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Uh, all right. Well, that's our little bit of advice. Let's take a break. We'll come back answer some more questions uh, right after these messages. 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect. It's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when I park was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we're back. Hey yo. Headgerm Headgerm? Head Guam. Head Guam. Head Guam. So is we are launching uh, a new the Guam. new the new official Guam office. Uh it's in downtown Guam. Yeah. And uh, we're just looking for fifty to seventy able bodied men and women to fill up an office. That's so many more than work in our New York and LA studios. I know, but this is head Guam after all. <laughs> this is the flagship Guam. <laughs> uh, no, head gum is looking for uh, fall interns. Uh, we're looking for two types of interns, office intern 
an AV intern. Yup. Somebody to help with the video, and then someone to help uh, around our office. Uh, more information at headgum.com slash about. And uh, you can submit application materials to hey at headgum.com. Previous interns include... None other than current producer, Marissa. That's right. Marissa Melnick. Uh, current ad sales planner, I think, uh, is Marika's title out sure. in, in New York. Uh-huh. Uh, the dumbass himself, Jeffrey James. That's right. Uh, so there and is... And I think Marty started as an intern, or he still is, but that's still... Marty started as an intern, but not at this company. Right. Yeah, we were all interns one day. Have you ever been an intern? I was College Humor's first intern. There you go. Actually, second intern. Uh, interns. But the only one that fucking mattered. That's really cool, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, so we're looking for some uh, great people. Uh, send your resumes. Check it out. Go to headgum.com slash about. I believe they got to be LA residents, and they, can, they have to come into our office two to three days a week. And you ought to be a college student, I imagine, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. You find out the requirements at headgum.com slash about, correct? Yeah, school credit only. Cool. And then it's not, it, we're only one week away from our, actually less than by the time this comes out, our Boise show. Oh, shit. <laughs> we them Boise. <laughs> hold up, hold up. We're we making Boise. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to come to this show. It's in Idaho. It's in Idaho. I don't know. But, I, but we've never been to Idaho. So if you live in or around Idaho, if you live within a couple hours, drive a Boise. I expect you to be there. Uh, holler at your Boise. We'll be there. Uh, I want to put the information somewhere, but I don't know where. It's at Boise State University. And it's free to students, $10 to uh, everybody else, which is very – that's pretty cheap. $10. Do they have – this is such a stupid question, but does Idaho do American cash? You are such <laughs> Or do uh, they just... You're, an, you're a coastal just, elite, <laughs> and that's why I'm going to fucking crush it at Boise, and you're and you're going to go gonna in mush there it. with your... your <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crush, and you're going to mush. Yeah, I'm dude. serious. I really think they pay with potato discs. I'm gonna, yeah, well, I'm going to crush. I'm going to be some... I'm going to do crunchy French fry potato, and you're going to do mushy mushy I really think potato. that uh, if right. you're a businessman I'm a French in Idaho, fry, and you're a baked potato. You take out your wallet, and it's just mashed. It's mashed little potatoes everywhere you inside think every... your wallet, inside your shoes. Yeah. People take off their hat. And when we and went to Iowa, little... you thought that they paid in corn. Corn, yeah. And when we went to Florida, you thought every the currency was an orange. Or an alligator. That's yeah. correct. A <laughs> uh, humid... A humid cubic foot of air. I I just think I guess I think chief exports are currency. I guess that's my bad. That is your bad. You want to feel old? <laughs> sure. California was purchased with an avocado. All right. It really was. Good stuff. Very uh, good stuff. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about before we get back into it? Um, two things. Holy shit. Two, yeah. Two and what? Number one, I want everybody to be ordering my mother's cookies. Oh, she have they not us, yet? Has everybody not ordered them yet? I don't. I don't think so. Oh, really? There are some people who uh, haven't. My, ordered. my mother said that she didn't get a lot of orders over the weekend. Why <laughs> oh, you're mad <laughs> and, at me? And, and, and she and she and that makes her sad. And I'd like her not to have to go back to teaching. So I don't want her to have to be. Your a mom teacher. is sad at you. She's sad at you. <laughs> What? You haven't talked about Jake's mom's cookies enough. I've eaten five of them in the she last sends week. The, yeah, she sends us cookies. I do like the cookies. And I she, And you haven't tweeted? You haven't Instagrammed? Tweeted. Instagram? <laughs> My mom would like you to do a, a Periscope. I really think... She'd like you to meerkat next time you get a box. <laughs> meerkat? I think she wouldn't mind if you snapped once in a while, Blumenfeld. She'd love for you to be a brand ambassador. You're an influencer. You haven't even put it on your goddamn story. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I'll put it on my story and I'll I'll shout from the rooftop. Yeah, don't to... do it just because I asked you to. All right, then I won't. Well, then. no, you really should do it because she asked you to. <laughs> Jake's mom's cookies dot com. Uh, I I hadn't eaten them actually because I I was on a diet trying not to eat too much um, sweets sweets and stuff. But I had I couldn't resist and I had one uh, last week. And my God, love my mother. And I, if if. If she didn't make those cookies, whoever did would be my mom. That's, That's how, how you are. decide. Uh, my second announcement. <laughs> anyway, I ordered the cookies. Uh, mom, you can go fuck yourself. I love you, mother. <laughs> mother. Order my mother's cookies. Oh, mother must Sweet be making cookies. Treats for the <laughs> and you can wash it down with mother's milk. <laughs> What's mother's milk? I don't want to go there. I already did. Make some, share some retweets for mom's sweet treats. Suckle at the teeth of mother. Oh, it's just dough, mother. You've become a cookie, mother. I am your little chocolate chip, mother. Uh, okay. Second announcement. In <laughs> My the, mom is divorcing me. In the Friends pilot, okay. Jennifer Aniston, uh, her character of yeah. Rachel was 25. Wow. Oh wait! Uh, in the in the pilot, she was a uh, runaway she bride. She was twenty four. She was twenty four. Yes, uh, and Monica, Monica's character. Yeah, twenty five. Okay. Phoebe Buffay, care to guess? Uh, twenty four. Twenty seven. Oh, twenty seven. Joey Tribbiani, care care to guess? Twenty three. Twenty five. Okay. Chandler Bing, care to guess? Twenty seven. Twenty six. Fuck. And Ross, my Keller, last fucking chance. Care to guess? Forty two. <laughs> One time. Keep in mind, him and he and Chandler were college oh, roommates. Fucking him and Monica are twins. Not twins. Brother and sister. Brother and sister. And how old did you say Monica was? Twenty five. So Ross is 26. Same age as Chandler, correct. <laughs> Wait, so Ross and Monica aren't twins, but they're brother and sister born one year apart. Yeah. That makes sense. Irish twins, if you will. Uh, and remember, Chandler was Ross's college roommate. Um, anyway, and the so so now we know the, the general age of their fictional characters. Yeah. Now I've got the age of the actors playing them. They had to have all been over 30, right? Jennifer Aniston playing Rachel at 24 was... 29? 25. What? 25? Courtney Cox playing Monica at 25 was... <laughs> 30? 30. Correct. Lisa Kudrow playing oh, Phoebe Buffay at 27. 32. 31. Okay. Matt LeBlanc playing Joey Tribbiani, 25. <laughs> oh, he was young. I'm going to go same age, 25. 26. Fuck! Very close. <laughs> Chandler Bing playing... Uh, or Matthew Perry playing Chandler Bing at 26 was... 27? The youngest friend of all, 25. He was younger than his character? Yep. Wow. And David Schwimmer playing Ross Geller at 26 was? 28. 27. Okay, so they were all in their 20s. Everybody but Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow. I mean, they're pretty young. That's young. They're all younger than we are now. It's crazy. That's so young to be the stars of a hit must-see TV NBC primetime. NBC Thursday? Come on! All right, pull up Caroline in this fucking city. Let's see how old Rhea Perelman's character so was. She was the thousand. Yeah, she traded. She was Satan. She was Lucifer. <laughs> she, I guess, as 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 a young pilgrim, traded in uh, for eternal Jesus. youth, traded her soul to the devil. I'm so sorry to hear that. Pretty nuts. I oh, sorry. It's Leah Thompson, not Rhea Perlman. Okay. Oh, so she was she was 28. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Did you watch those other shows? Those NBC shows? I think I watched Caroline in the City. 
Yeah. I mean, I watched all, I watched Seinfeld. I watched, um, but not, I mean, nothing like Friends. There was right. nothing like Friends. Nothing like Friends. There was a, I wonder if primetime shows are just as good now to 13 to 15 year olds or if they were actually a lot better when we were a kid. No, they were, I think they were actually a lot better because that's the only TV there was. Now, now there's such a wide breadth of television. Yeah, all the good shows have fleed to smaller channels. Mm-hmm. Except for the, the Will and Grace is back, baby. Woo! <laughs> it is funny that it's like Will and Grace is back, Fuller House. We're just like, yeah, well, let's recycle. Boy it. Meets World again. Yeah, Girl Meets World again. Mm-hmm. They're rebooting it. But it's gritty this time. Uh, all right. That was a fun little guessy game. But let's get back to what we're here to do. Help anonymous humans get out of their sticky wiki situations. Sticky wiki. Uh, what do we got? We are... Oh, we got a lady. <gasps> Susan? Uh, Susan. Who, oh, that's Ross's first wife? Yeah. Cool. Ross and... No, Susan. Susan? Yes. Julia, I'm thinking of. Julia's the Asian one. I don't remember Julia. Uh, I'm watching one with. I was just watching one with Emily, where he says, "I love you." She says, "Thank you." Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> There's a lot of one. like answering machine stuff in Friends. Yeah, which is funny. Or like I remember the the one where we were on a break. Ross was out, and Rachel was by the phone. She's like, "Oh, pick up, pick up!" Like calling his house. Like, "Oh, he's not home." Right. It's so funny. <laughs> like, can you imagine that one? With texts. She uh, he says, "I love you," and then she gets on the plane. And then he's just like. I have to go. I, I can't do anything. She's she's gone. Yeah. She gets back to English and calls him. Like, but there was no communication until then. We should pitch a show that's friends but with texting. Ooh, interesting. So it's friends but they can text. Isn't there a show sort of like Modern Seinfeld where they do – There was like a, a Twitter, Twitter account. Yeah, Modern Seinfeld. Cool. All right. Anyway, Emily, Julie, Susan writes, uh, definitely in the midst of a sticky situation and could use some outside perspective. My sister has been dating a terrible dude for almost three years now, and I can't stand him. His resume is as follows. Divorced. Survivor of a jet ski accident. That's a good thing. (laughs) Proud recipient of three DUIs. One of them being on the jet ski. Recently paroled from jail for said DUIs. Lives in a motel. Drives an unregistered truck with no license and insurance. Works under the table. Recently kicked a dent into his car and accused her of stealing... Sorry, recently kicked a dent into her car and accused her of stealing his truck in which he leaves all the keys and all of his earthly possessions when he's chilling in the motel after a week-long breakup last month. I think that's the short list. I haven't been able to talk to my sister because I really just can't understand why she would choose to share her life with this person. I've told her about countless times how I feel and how, uh, and only get in trouble for being mean. How can I pretend to ignore his existence without going berserk? I apologize that this email is so long, but I can't emphasize what a dipshit this guy is. Thanks. You guys are the best. Love, Susan, Susan? Emily, Julie. Uh, so nice that he survived uh, an accident. That's yeah. cool. Uh, you only get out of jail. Uh, for parole on good behavior. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah, some of this stuff just seems fine. Like, divorced is not necessarily a black mark. We don't know what that situation came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, DUI charges, that's not good. He's driving under the influence. Right. Survivor of a jet ski accident, that's, you know, So, so far we have two pros and one con. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like he's... Unless you want to count all three DUIs as con. He's racist, but he twisted his ankle once, so he has crutches. So that's okay. All right, that's okay. He lives in a motel. I think this whole thing's a push. <laughs> Overall. Works under the table. That's fine. Not everybody likes to sit at the chair. You Sometimes... know? So he has a laptop under under the table. Yeah. And he's trading stocks. Sometimes you don't like someone, and then you uh, you start like saying, like, yeah, what about this, this, and this? But then you like the things that you're grabbing aren't necessarily bad. Like, you just don't like his personality, probably. And then you're grabbing some things like DUI, which is actually bad, and then a jet ski accident, which is fine. Right. But I do, uh, all of the bad things seem really bad. Kicking a dent into her car, that's, that's pretty bad. That's dangerous. That's, that's really scary. Bad. Uh, unregistered truck is bad. Yeah. Uh, no license, bad. Um, but she's already voiced her displeasure. Yeah, I don't know what you can do beyond that. What you can do is say, I just don't want to see him. So you can be like, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disown you as my sister, but at the same time I don't want to see him. If enough family members do that, then it's like, oh, this is a weird situation. Right. Why do none of my family Isn't members want to hang out? Because like then you can alienate them both together. Right. And then they like that that forges a stronger bond than before. Yeah, but what else? What about... Uh, I'm talking about manipulation, bud. <laughs> I'm talking about we all hang out together and then he goes off to the bathroom. Like, didn't Chuck say such a dumb thing just before? I think it's kind of dumb. You plant the little seeds. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you don't have a registered truck? I guess you're a moron. I guess you're a bad guy. And then you just you just needle. Yeah. needle ne- you can't do that from a, far away. Yeah. You say, you, if you say, I wash my hands of this and you walk away, all of a sudden... You you you've left her alone with, with the guy that gets to put his own spin on everything. But if she you, has no point counterpoint, no devil and angel on her shoulder. But if you, you got to stay the angel on the shoulder, if you're constantly saying this guy's bad, this guy's bad, and she just yells at you for being mean, that's also seemingly not. You have to say helpful. it all the time that this guy's bad. You just plant different seeds. This guy's bad. This guy's dumb. This guy's cheap. This guy <laughs> has anger issues. Yeah. Different ones, different little ones. All I the say, kernels of truth planted, and they will blossom into beautiful, beautiful flowers of knowledge, and then she'll she'll dump this guy. <laughs> what if you focus on the dangerous ones? You'd be like, listen, I don't care that he got into a jet ski accident. Hell, I think that's pretty fucking awesome. But I am afraid about your safety and well-being. I mean, he's kicked your truck. That's a little weird. He's got yeah. anger issues. Don't ever drive with him uh, when he's drunk because he, this dude does a bunch of DUIs. We're worried he, about you. We're worried about you, Julie Janice's sister. Um, how can I pretend to ignore his existence without going berserk? Maybe you don't ignore his ex- existence. Yeah, I think you I think you needle and I think you mani- you manipulate and I think you plant the seeds <laughs> and I think you know how to do it. And if you if it comes to it like if this guy is actually <coughs> fucking violent, if he's like if he's a real danger, then you got to have a straight up intervention. Ah, uh, good old-fashioned intervention. Yeah, or you, hey, you could you could fucking narc this dude out. You see you a snitch, tr- you be a rat. You tell you tell the cops about this unregistered <laughs> truck. You get him thrown right back into jail. <laughs> you see interventions a lot on TV and movies. Have you ever actually seen or heard of a real intervention? Uh, I've never participated in one. I think they... they on either know. side? Oh, people have tried to intervene with my shit all the time. <laughs> oh, I can't remember the last time I got home and my entire friends and family weren't there. All you got to do is be like, not right now, not right now. I know, I know, I know, I know. I can't do it right now. I love what you guys are doing. This is great. This is great. <laughs> I right? also think I, I have a problem. You're right. I do have a problem. All right. Bye. You guys, this was so funny. This is I have awesome. To, I have this thing. I have a lasagna in the oven and I have to take care right, of it. All right, guys. Ciao. Cheers. <laughs>
And they all just, they, they've gone along with that. Nobody wants to be there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, they're just, they're like, all right, we did what we could. He said cheers. He said ciao. Yeah. That's fine. No, yeah. That's good. I I actually, I, it would be, I think interventions are, are great. They're, they're probably very, very tough. But I yeah. think they're, when they're necessary, you got to do it. What are yeah, you going to do? You really got to save it for, the, you really got to save it for like the big things. Like I, I fear an intervention where it's like opinion based. Like, we all think this guy isn't good. Right. But, I mean, if he's, like, if he's, if he's actually trucks and, ha- and like, accusing people of stealing. Yeah. That's, like, that's inching towards uh, fucking slitting her throat or something. <laughs> well, this that's, isn't, like. Yeah. That's a, that's worst case scenario. This isn't, scenario. like, oh, this guy, this guy's a jerk. He makes you pay for dinner all the time. Right. This is, we're, we're past the, the realm of normal bad behavior. Right. So just keep an eye on it. And let's not forget the jet ski accident the guy yells out in the back of the intervention. Are we just going to gloss past the fact that he was holding a jet ski and then he, he fell off and... He came out without a scratch. I mean, you're fucking... <laughs> He's unbreakable. Uh, all right. There it is. Manipulate. Deceit. That's Ruin. Right. Slowly Needle. chip away. <laughs> Needle. Uh, all right. That's our time. Thanks for listening. This was episode 296. We only have a few episodes left. Holy shit. We got some good guests lined up, so get excited for those. We want to we wanna finish our, th- our s- third century. Yeah, we want to finish our third century strong. Oh, and by the way, we're retiring the podcast at three, 300. will be our last episode. All right. So, uh, ciao, everybody. The Thank theme you. The song was written by um, Dan and Jamie. The closing one uh, is written by Hell If We Know, a band. Hell If We Know, theme song submission. Um, uh, Oh, they have a podcast called Hell If We Know. All right. Uh, So you can can check out their podcast if you like their songs so much. You want to hear more of their voices. Thanks to Hell If We Know. Thanks to Jamie and Dan. Thanks to everyone who's written in. Email address for everything. Everything is at fireyoushow at gmail.com. You know what? Fuck it. Let's keep going. Oh, you want to go past 300? We're going past 300. We're unretiring. All right. All right. <laughs> We're okay. bringing it back. Come out of retirement. <laughs> We're bringing it back. Our second wind. Yeah. I love it. That should really reju- rejuvenate us. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. We're going to stick around. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Later. Looking for the answers, looking for the way Looking for a new word when there's no words left to say Looking at Bay, now she's making that face But the problem is I don't know how to get past second base But in comes Jake, Mr. BWF Cake Not a moment too late Set you straight, assess your fate Progress that day and maybe get you laid But that's not really what it's all about Not not the show, not life Um, You know, there's a lot of other things going on And you can assess your own priorities And they can help you do that too If that's what you're looking for And Amir is really cool too But just in a really different way it's it's a preferential really kind of thing um but i highly recommend the show and i'm hoping that this is just going to be a ramble where i can fade out and that that'll work because i don't have any more ideas for lyrics per se but that's the show also if you're looking for another podcast to listen to try hell if we know by jonathan freeman that's me and chris Otter because it's a great- that was a headgum podcast <laughs> <laughs>